right back, Charlie. Oh, With that being said, with an intro like that, again, what more can I say? People deluded, I'm back again. Obviously, happy Friday to you lot. I hope you and your loved ones are doing well and safe. I hope you lot have had a progressive week where your private and professional lives are concerned. As usual, smash the like button. Appreciative of all your support, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube. Obviously, you know, at the weekend, we're watching Southampton versus Arsenal. Kickoff is at 2pm. I'll be live from 1. I can't lie. I don't know when Chelsea and United actually kicks off. I know I'm doing a watch along for it tomorrow. I have to change the thumbnail because... Pardon me, Ronaldo's got rubbed out even more than I thought he would. Ten Hag double down on not involving him really and truly. But yeah, man, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. As I said, I hope you're doing well and safe. Any comments, questions, talking points, emerging news, anything, people, it's an interactive stream, it's an interactive channel. Shoot them off in the chat, In it? It is what it is. As usual, once again, appreciative of you lot supporting my channel. 50,000 are on the way to 100k. It's going to take a bit of grinding, but we could do this, people. So, yeah. I hope everyone's blessed in it. It is what it is. Come on, man. Bro, do something about your intro. I get scared every time. Pull up your trousers then, innit? And stop being shook. Come on, Lintor, man. Moving like a pum pum. What happened to you, man? Pattern up, man. Appreciate that stylish. Shout out, Howie. But dear, you've been gone for a minute, but shout out to you lot. 5.30 is Chelsea versus United, so probably like 5.15, 5, 5 o'clock. We'll go live, innit? Hopefully it's a draw. You know, shout out to Matisse and Rance. We had a very good stream over on their, on, well, Rance's Twitch channel, but our trio show thing. So, yeah, <clears throat> I hope you're all doing well and safe. Obviously, yesterday we got three points. One, just the one goal, innit? We can't we can't score 20 goals a game, you know. But what, what a collective item, collector's item it was from Xhaka. You know, Xhaka scored a decent amount now. Uh, he seems to have turned into this goal-scoring midfielder, so it's not really a collector's item, but it was with, it was with his right peg, and what a finish it was. The atmosphere at the Emirates is amazing. It's electrifying. Long may it continue. Faye, I hope you're doing well and safe. I'm I'm good. I'm cushy, my guy. I'm cushy, man. I'm cushy. Could you know life could be better? It could be worse, man. You know, gotta thank the big man upstairs for the looks. Gotta appreciate you lot and the big man upstairs for the channel. It's ever growing and the platforms and things like that. Obviously, I was on Arsenal.com yesterday, so small W's and things like that. Have to appreciate the Lord for making my mother and father meet each other and obviously producing this sexy young demon, 27 years of age, just looking even sexier. So yeah, man, I'm blessed still. 
<laughs> Banter aside, you cooked Matisse, bro. Good to catch you live. It's been a minute. Hope you're well. Okay, shout out to you. Um, Matisse cooked him. So I, I big up Matisse, but his, his glasses were all foggy and that. I don't know what happened to him, man. I don't know what happened to him. I wonder when PSV will tell their fans to chill. They got four charges. They're never going to stop in it down our madness. And I'm seeing flares. I'm seeing them fight police and that. Well, I never saw nothing. I don't know in it really what happened. I can't comment, you know, no snitching and that. But boy, it's crazy. And I hope everyone, I hope everybody, you know, got home safely and them things. Jacques has got me eating humble pie right now. Good looks. Amazing. Still not 100 convinced, but he's doing good. I hear that. And that's all you can, isn't it? You know, Arteta... They said Arteta don't play young players. Martinelli's doing well. They said he was rubbing out Saliba. He's burning out Saka. They're all doing well. He's reinvented Xhaka. How much can you get out of Xhaka before we hit a certain ceiling? Because definitely if we get Champions League football, Xhaka can be a part of the squad and keep doing his thing. But I think we need someone better than him in the midfield. And that's not a criticism. You always want better. What's the Without talking about squad players, what's the point bringing in footballers that are not better than what you have? Really and truly, it don't make no sense. So, yeah, man, if we could upgrade anywhere, what Arsenal fan wouldn't want that, really? Shout out to Kieran Tini as well for hitting 100 club as well. Fantastic achievement. Would have been there sooner, obviously, if the man could stay fit. But it's how it goes sometimes, really and truly, in this game, I guess, really. Oh, what's going on there? YouTube. I ain't had this in a while, but YouTube saying there's something wrong with my title. Let me put my name in it. One sec, people. Okay, fair enough, YouTube. Don't know how this is offensive, but you see, you see the games that YouTube play, people. Don't know what's wrong with that. You think we could do better than Jesus realistically? I mean, in theory, if you put the bread down, but there's, you know, the striker market, there's not really them. I don't think we'll go for a striker, but there's always an upgrade out there. Whether we're going to put the bread down is a completely different thing. Probably not. But generally speaking, if you could upgrade anywhere in the squad, I'd, even my more favourite players, well, you can forget about Valverde. He's lit, but forget that. Well, go on, Jason. Are you saying? Heard that Arsenal scouts went to Real Madrid versus Shakhtar in the Champions League and they were blown away by Valverde. Can we dream? You can dream, but reality is sold separately. Valverde, he's got no reason to leave Real Madrid, winning trophies. I Personally, I don't think Valverde gets the plaudits he deserves because, you know, he can score goals. He's got a fantastic final ball in the final third. He's a tenacious ball-winning midfielder. And I think he'll be, if he isn't already, you know... It, I would say he's top 10 midfielders, but I think he could be top five footballers in the world, midfielders in the world one day. And all the talk is around if Jude Bellingham goes over them size, two Shemaini and Camavinga, they're all sick footballers. But I personally think people sleep on Valverde. He's a bad boy footballer, man. Rebels moving mad. Telemans is absolutely crap. Totally useless. What has he done? Nothing. That's what he would be a backward step for Arsenal. I'm not too sure about that, but I welcome the opinion. Shout out the Twitch chat as well. Thoughts on Reese Nelson? Do we keep him or let him go? Well, his contract's running out. He's, you know, Arteta said he's get opportunities, but right now you're not really getting them. You know, you are on the bench. You are playing 10 minutes. If I was, obviously, you know, I don't want to write anyone off. I'd love for Reese Nelson to carve out a future here, but it looks like your story with Arsenal needs to end. You know, again, everyone that went to the game in the programme, he made his debut at 17. He's now 22, turning 23. Still young to still have a career, still at the elementary stages. But as Wenger says, when you hit 23, there has to be certain confirmations. And we know he's a winger. We know he can play in a 10, probably prefers to play off the left. We're talking about bringing in a winger. He's nowhere near Martinelli, spot on the left-hand side. Smith-Rowe's fit. He's nowhere near Smith-Rowe if he plays on the left. Obviously, if we bring in a winger, it's peak. I would love for Nelson to carve out a future. Him and Marquinhos, in my opinion, got until January slash the end of the season, depending on what we can do in January. But, it, it you know, it just feels like Reese Nelson, hopefully he could do the Eddie and Ketia thing if he gets an opportunity, but it just feels like 
to reach your true potential, you probably have to go somewhere else. And we say, well, oh, what if, what, like, why didn't it happen here, really and truly? Nelson and Sambi should be loaned. Well, Sambi Lakonga's under contract, so you could loan him out. But the others, well, I'm not too sure, really and truly, if that's even feasible. Smash the like button, people. Uh, Gabriel is the kind of fight and passion we need to defend against the dark heart strikers on the game. Remember how Shane Long and the like would bully Mustafi and Cole. I'm a big fan of Gabriel. Like Arteta says, just needs to control it, really. Sambi can go on long because he's under contract. Nelson, well, unless you sign a new deal, you have to keep it moving. I have no clue how SMS ain't winning the poll. He transform us. Telemans is a good player, but only question I would look at when when could have gotten him at any point. But midfielder mid midfield does need looking at. I hear that. I hear that. You know, I don't think Telemans transforms our midfield, but you know, if he can get a, you know, if Arteta can rework Xhaka, what could Telemans do? I'm having Telemans. I'm not, you know, excited about it but he's a technical footballer he's in the right age profile assuming with his contract you could get him on the cheap why not really and truly you might see a better telemans in a better squad and things like that i'm having it really we could do a lot worse telemans in the box to box free roaming jacaro would cooks yeah man i think we all like gabriel just needs to calm down and now see that jacka has always been played in the wrong position but he has never complained even as a temp left ah, i mean deep line playmaker currently advanced box to box free roaming eight he's an intelligent footballer and he's shown at Arsenal and at Switzerland, he can play a bunch of roles, really and truly. He played slightly deeper for, 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 for Switzerland, then further forward. And obviously, Xhaka's really like, bro, man, he's banging it with his volleys, with his right peg. He's doing mazes. But last season, he was kind of playing in this role, innit? And Granite's been one of our best, if not the best player of 2022, give or take with Saka. He's been, let's not even get into the best thing, one of our most consistent performers, performers where you love him and loathe him. The vast majority of Arsenal fans can draw a line under what happened, you know, with Xhaka and the fans and things. And it was lovely for me because obviously I was there at Crystal Palace when the madness happened with Xhaka and I was there last night, couldn't stop chanting, the fans then couldn't stop chanting Xhaka's chant scored a screamer and i think most fans you know it's cool really and truly you know it's a you know most most fans of football are logical you know eddie and ketty once upon a time didn't even look like he could be a squad player now he looks like a squad player it's down to him if he wants to do better than that but people can say all right i had my opinions he's proven me wrong i think aaron ramsey when he first signed for arsenal that as well and i think with Xhaka, i do think we need to upgrade on that but he's a valued member of the squad and i'm not saying to sell him i think we need him really and truly man Shout out, Warren. Big up, DJ, in the community. Personally, I would love Ruben Neves as a Partey backup. I like Telemans and would be cheaper. Neves is already whoring himself out to Barcelona. I think I got the comments somewhere. He's like, oh, man, who wouldn't want to play for Barca and all of these sort of things, really? So that's probably that. He's contracted until 2024. Bit like Milinkovic-Savage that someone spoke about. And there's a number of players in it. Madison over there at Leicester as well. People are going to have to make a decision at these clubs in the summer of what they do with these guys, provided they don't sign new deals. I will be buying FM23 after this stream in preparation for 4.30. Big up the Twitch gang where we'll be playing football manager. He's been the most consistent players for a couple seasons. However, I don't forgive him for the seven-ish seasons and costing us top four. Bit harsh to just blame it on one player. You know, Jack is not picking himself. I don't think even the worst of players, even the players that we don't rate, I don't think anyone's going out there and trying to play bad on purpose and things. There's got to be a reason why Mikel Arteta, Una Emre and Wenger 
who have achieved more in the professional game than us want to play him. Um, again, you can't just blame a single player. It's a 38-game calendar, really. If it was as white and black as that, then football would be... A, it is a simple sport, but it'd be very simple. Last time I checked, there's 11 players on the pitch and provided no one gets sent off. And there's typically a 20 to 25-man odd squad. So you can't just blame a single player, really. If anything, you have to look at maybe why for years we relied on Xhaka and things like that, really and truly. Man said, making my plans for the Premier League winners parade. I don't, I don't know what the rest of that is, but you're even mad. I don't really hear the complaining aspect. You're a pro footballer. How many of us played in positions that we don't play in? I don't know if we should be praising the basics. I hear that. I praise him for taking to the row. I've always admired Jacob because he wears his heart on his sleeve. He doesn't complain. He's clearly a valued member on and off the field, you know. Cool with that, really and truly. My problem is, like, let's just upgrade on that, like, really and truly. Let's, because for me, you saw in the Leeds game, no disrespect to Granite, but if Partey isn't there, then and and El Nene is not in the squad, then Xhaka can still thrive in that role. But and you saw it to a degree against PSV, which they didn't trouble us. There's gaps, and obviously Xhaka, Partey, El Nene, three valued members of the centre mid squad. They're nothing to panic about, but they're all thirty. Where's the longevity like we have in our defence where Tommy Asu is younger than Ben White? Ben White just turned 24, 25 the other day. Tierney's not that old. Zinchenko at left back ain't that old. Ramsdale's like 24 or something like that. Gabriel's still a youth. Saliba's 21, fresh out really. You know, Jesus, Odegaard, Saka, Fabio Vieira, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli. Age is quite kind to them. Age ain't really kind to Jacoparte, El Nene and things like that. He's kind to Lukonga as well and whatnot and he's kind to Arteta. So, yeah, man, we probably need to find them long-term things because my problem is it just feels like at Arsenal, we wait until the last month. We don't really replace players before they need replacing. I'm not saying you need to get rid of Granite or something, but you do the mass. Contracted until 2024, allegedly with an option of another year. Talk of actually giving him a new deal. Um, you know, I'm sure if we get Champions League, he'd want to stay, or even if we don't, because he's valued here. But don't wait until there's a decline before whatever, you know. It's a bit like Aubameyang, you know. The minute he signed that new deal, we should have been scouting someone to eventually move on. And obviously the club were probably doing it in the back burners. But to me, it looked like we only really was trying for a striker when clearly Aubameyang's form at Arsenal was mediocre. And obviously what happened with him and Arteta and getting frozen out, really. So that is my only worry. And if I'm honest with you, pardon me. It's now a thing of what is the ceiling of Granite Xhaka in this role? You know, Partey, can you stay fit? These are the things. And that's our first choice pivot. You see what them, well, what Odegaard and Partey off the bench, you know, Xhaka looked like it was a Premier League game. Xhaka was playing good in the game, but he couldn't really do what he normally does. Because I think in the back of his mind, he was kind of wary of Lokonga sort of thing, if I'm honest with you. No disrespect to Lokonga, but in defensive and offensive uh, aspects, I just think Partey, beyond the obvious, is a different level, really. I think he could learn a lot. The positions that Partey takes up when our centre-backs have the ball, he tries to play progressive passes. For me, whether you're a six or an eight, you've got to want the ball consistently at Arsenal Football Club. I think Lokonga shies away from that at times. And obviously, respectfully, the passing ain't really the best, really. So, yeah, man. Why Saka playing so much? He may get injured. I rate Arteta because I, I agree with you. He might get injured and all of these things. But reality is, 
we need to qualify top of the group and, and not add more fixtures into this congested calendar and obviously bump up the levels, right? Try play the last 32 when you can play the last the last 16. Also, if you man are in the Champions League next year, there's no rest for Saka. If we get Bayern Munich and like what? Bayern Munich into Milan and Barca group like that, there's no rest. The best players have to play on the Tuesday, Wednesday and then the weekend. Obviously, we need depth. Obviously, we need to rest players. Obviously, yesterday, I, I knew Arteta would name a strong squad and I admire it. I think the players want to play but obviously you would have loved Sasaka to not play slash come off sooner Jesus the same you would love for Granite because he seems durable but every man has their limits you would love for him to get a little rest and not call upon Partey, Ram, uh, uh, Ben White and the rest of them so I would love that but you know as long as the player feels good as long as the medical staff say well it is then it is what it is so it's good training and momentum end of the day you know this is the targets when you hear Odegaard and Arteta speak they want to top the group and for obvious reasons, you've got to play your strongest squad. I think PSV, it'll be a different game, but they flattered to deceive. I think I'm guilty of gassing them a bit as well. And I'm sure a lot of you are. You know, Xavi Simmons did well. Sangare did well. I think their midfield showed about, but didn't see much from Cody Gakpo. You know, disrespect. Tommy Asu's a bad boy defender. Um, so, yeah, man. But going into the game, they're second in the group. Um, obviously, they're second in the group. They're scoring goals. They came into that game winning 6-1. Rude Van Nistelrooy hype, being a, being a United lad. Um, obviously, Cody Gatpo's having a good season. World Cup year, wants to get admirers. It's a lovely pitch. Thought we'd see a lot more from him. Um, shout out Javi Simmons, my You know, keep doing your thing. You're one that you can arrive at the Emirates soon as well, really. So that's what I would say, really. Do you think the fact that Cronkays had to pay out millions for moving the Ram Stadium would have any bearing on us buying new players? Potentially, Livy, but honestly, I don't have a clue, my guy. Girl, I don't have a, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue, really. You know, I'd love to assume they're two separate entities. These billionaires probably make the taxpayer in America pay for it, but I don't know, man. Sixty-five million for Mudrick, not for Arsenal. Yeah, sixty-five is a bit mad. In the Champions League, we need good players. Lokonga, Nelson, Cedric, not good for that. I'll always fight for Nelson and and Lokonga. Cedric, I agree, but I, you know, in premise, I agree with that because right now they don't look like Europa League players, let alone Champions League. So I hear that man. Gakpo was quiet. Simmons looked good. Yeah, man. To be fair, you're always gonna be quiet, man. Lunchtime stream, lovely fish finger sarnies. Big up yourself in the circle, man. Enjoy your lunch while you're listening and taking part. All for upgrades right through the squad. Trouble is finding them, like you said. And what, what we've seen with Arsenal is finding them because it's not like when Wenger came to the Prem, he had all the French market on lock. He knew who to get. People play catch-up. Everybody knows everyone now. And as I always say, you know, logically, if let's just say, what, what could we say? Let's just say Bulgaria, for example. There's the new Berbatov there. And, you know, we don't even know about that. But we hear Chelsea scouts are over there looking at someone. We should go and look as well. And people probably do that. Everybody knows everyone. So identifying, getting deals done is very tough, really. And obviously, when it's household names, like when you're linked with Rafinha, Pedro Neto, to a degree, Douglas Luiz, all of these guys, you know what the tariff that comes with it. You have to pay the money or forget about it sort of thing. So you're right with that. Difficult question, DG, but what are some situations do you see affecting the season that, that people aren't talking about? I think the impact of the World Cup is being underrated. Truthfully, I would say the fear of the unknown, because truthfully, we don't know. This is a winter World Cup that, you know, the, the, the Premier League season was brought forward. You know, the, the, you know, the Europa League and the Champions League groups just running, running through it. Obviously, if Arsenal, God forbid, qualify via the last 32, there's an extra game in the Europa League, I believe, before the end of the year. We've got a City game rescheduled. You never know when injuries are going to happen. You, you know, it's almost like everybody starts again from zero because, you know, from Arsenal, what they might be 
anything from three to six players going to the World Cup. The other 20-odd man, smash the like button, people, are going to have to stay at the Emirates. And yeah, we're going to play friendlies and things, but maintaining that momentum and that fitness level, I don't know. I don't know how the players are going to return from the World Cup. And it does seem like Arteta is very weary of the fixture calendar list. So we're going to need something in January. So I would say the fear of the unknown... Um, I would, you know, I would say the conditions of the players at the World Cup and the players that haven't gone to the World Cup are the things, but I wouldn't say people aren't aren't really speaking of them. You know, again, these are things that could derail our season, really. And that's the one where if it does go left, we're going to have to look at the summer and or January, as to, like last year, as to why we're not equipped. I'd rather be over-prepared if we assume the winter, well, it is winter World Cup. If we say the World Cup is winter, I'd rather Arsenal have a million jackets, a trench coat, a Montclair, everything on, and we say we're too hot if that was squad depth. We're kind of going into it to a slight degree with a jumper, shorts and sliders, really, because our squad depth is quite thin. We've been getting away with it. You know, a couple of people have been injured. We've got away with it. But if the crisis normally happens with Arsenal, which typically does, then we could find ourselves in issues, really. So I would say that. Do you think any PSV player stood out? Xavi Simmons, I think just by doing his job, Singare, Number 29, the fullback. I think he was playing left back technically. I think he did all right. Left back, right back, one of them. I don't know, man. The midfielders I want, the Banassias, the Tonalis, these guys, bro, we're not going to put the bread down. Even in 23, 24, if you get top five, you get the Champions League by another match. Did you notice anything watching the team in the flesh? What I already knew, man, fantastic off the ball. I like Arteta's pressing. I do like the hybrid sort of system. Sometimes it's looking like three at the back, a narrow sort of thing. It's looking like a 4-3-3-4-2-3-1. I did like the conversations I could see from where I was sitting on the gate. Like, you could just see Xhaka talking, holding and Saka, for me, had a lot of dialogue. Obviously, I don't know what they're saying, but it seemed like there was a lot of dialogue. I think Tierney and, and Eddie, so them sort of things, they're really off the ball. I actually think PSV looked decent off the ball as well, really. I, I mean, I'm a bit weird. Like, I, on TV and things and at games, obviously, I'm watching it, but I think the real story is what players do without the ball, what they're doing when they ain't got it. And what are the true, for me, the true mark of looking at a system is when the ball isn't there, really and truly, if that makes sense. I honestly think the World Cup will favour us. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, Sangare, a bit meaty on the ball, but he just does his job. Physical presence does his job and there's an air of reliability. I'm a, I'm a fan of his anyways, isn't it? I think he did quite well yesterday, really. Not a, a mad performance, like he's going to start getting linked with everyone. I don't know how much of a of a Dutch league tax could be applied, but if you said, if, if I woke up tomorrow and Arsenal are in talks, I'm, I'm for that, you know? Do you think we will add a couple of players in general sit on our hands? I hope we do both, really, you know? Assume El Nene Smith throw anyone that's struggling with injuries is back, but we know the Arsenal tax. Couple men get come back from injuries, couple players start getting injured. Injuries can happen at any time, really. El Nene's was unexpected. We played one match, we wake, we wake up the next day, he's got a hamstring knock. So, yeah, really, I'd rather us be over prepared, really. And, and, and assuming we get Champions League, I more want that for next year as well. I want us to be over prepared. Obviously, with good players, you know, not there's there's probably a few players, unfortunately, at Arsenal that you probably forget are at the club. But I would I would say I would say that if I'm completely honest with you, Broski. Siri, I'm not speaking to you. You're ruining my live stream with my friends. So get out of here. How will the World Cup affect Arsenal? Let's call it that. That's the first time stamp. 
Onke spent 5.5 billion on the Sophie Stadium. Spend a fraction of that on Arsenal, please. We need players in Chan. Noni looked a threat when he came on. Ah, a couple of good moves, bit bit gassing it a bit. He, you know, he, he stood out a lot. I like him, but yeah, didn't really have much time. Stood out a lot more than Cody Gatpo. But obviously, when you're speaking about PSV, Cody Gatpo was the marked man. So obviously. Tommy Asu's on to a minute, and you know, PSV were a bit inferior. I don't think they were brave enough, uh, brave enough against us. So Gatpo's always gonna fall for that. Cute little player, can play in tight spaces, can dribble. I like I like the things I see, but if it was just I don't want to just judge a man on 90 minutes because his stats don't record more than that. But I would wait, I'd sit on my hands in it on, on Cody Gatpo. And if he develops in the future, I'll be like, we missed out on a player sort of thing, man. Do you think we'll go after any PSV players? I mean, Xavi Simmons is not really a need, but why not really? But I don't think so, if that answers it. They're all going to Dubai for the World Cup to train. I hear that. And that means our players, well, do you know what? I don't know if Arteta will do the Wenger thing and say, you lot, two, three weeks off, even though the season, I don't think the players would go for it because I'm sure they all want to play part of the season. Shout out you lot with your opinions, man. What, have I missed out anything? Great questions. Strolling Milano with DG in the ears. Bliss, appreciate you, Noah. Stay safe. Enjoy your holidays. Assuming Milano's Milan. Zaha on a free. I wouldn't be upset, but it just feels like the boat's gone, man. Like, definitely. I mean, he's got experience and all of that jazz. And, you know, he's got, he, he, like Xhaka and Partey and El Nene, they ain't got time to waste because time isn't kind based on their careers. Their careers somewhat are going to wind down. But it just feels like, and it could be cheap depending on his wages, but it just feels like if we're bringing in a winger, I want a bit more years in him sort of thing. Like the, not necessarily the player, but the Pedro Neto, you're kind of in your early 20s and things like that. Obviously, Zaha, he can play up front. He can, you could argue he could be a better option up front than Eddie Nketiah or something happens, really. So, yeah. I don't want to put blame on Sambi, but I feel every time I watch him and he's in, he just looks like he's jogging and I think fans are starting to get fed up with that style. That's what I mean when I say he's got that Yaya Toure Perlo thing in that he does things at one pace. You know, Yaya could go up the gears and when you're Perlo, you can probably sip a, a, a glass of wine. He's not, I'm not comparing it to them two, but just need to see a bit more. I think there's a player in there, but yeah, man. I don't know how good he's going to be and we need to start seeing development before, like, um, before we look at other things that we do with Sambi. And, you know, he said... He was talking to his agent about leaving Arsenal in the summer, like we saw a few days ago. He said he'd give it one more year. I hope you do get your opportunity. I do feel there will be a time where you get a run in the squad because there's a lot of games and we've been alluding to smash the light button and we've been alluding to January and all of those things. But, you know, so your time will come. But how many games are you going to play? Can we convincingly say you're going to get 10 Premier League starts? Maybe, maybe not. Pardon me, are you going to play 20 or the 30 games? Maybe in terms of appearances, but how much minutes are you going to get? Because respectfully, if we're still doing what we're doing throughout the whole season, I will always advocate for Lokonga to play ahead of some of the more experienced players because I feel a lot of fans, they get a young player with potential and they think they're just going to click overnight and whether that's Saliba, Saka and all the other young players and they're going to be that finished article. Life don't work like that. But if we're looking at it on a harsh thing and we're just trying to get to the end, and El Nene's fit. I'll always bet on El Nene because I kind of know what I'm getting from El Nene. I'm not saying he only puts in fives or sixes, but I know if there's a if there's five must-win games and El Nene's going to give me certain confirmations of a five, six out of ten, I'm probably going to go with that because I somewhat know what he's going to do. With El, with Lokonga now, he might be the best player on the pitch the first two games. The next three, four games, he's appalling, really. And this is the risk you take with young players. They're going to cost you points. Our young players, even the ones that we big up, have cost us points, really. Strikers are not going to score goals they should. Defenders are going to 
you know, do mad things and stuff like that. But we need to get top four. And I always said the collective comes first. I don't really, I, I like the fact that players are crying over game time and things. It breaks my heart. Tini isn't really getting a look in. I would always advocate for Lukonga, but the collective comes first. And the collective is getting Arsenal minimum back into the Champions League and seeing what we can do in the FA Cup, as all Arsenal fans would, the Europa League. And I wouldn't say the League Cup is the biggest priorities, but for a young squad that, yeah, we've won the English Super Cup Community Shield and we've won the FA Cup, but anytime you can win trophies, it starts getting your, it starts wetting your appetite and things like that. You know, at the end of the day, these men are in football careers short, isn't it? Trophies is all that matters, really, you know. That's the only thing you're gonna really, you know, man are not gonna talk about, oh yeah, we we got top, we got top four. You know, if it's if it's 27, if it's 2072, you know, Saka, God forbid, hopefully still alive, you know, isn't gonna talk about, oh man, you know, we qualified for top four in 22, 23. Man want trophies, he's probably gonna waffle about the FA Cup and things like that. So we're gonna have to see, really. And not everyone can get game time. I don't want people to just get game time for the sake of it. If man wanna play, sign up for five aside. You have to show why you're playing. Maybe when the team's looking inconsistent, certain players are not doing their jobs, then yeah, you could say give him a try or whatever. But right now, everybody who's playing, or even the ones that are in and out the squad, they're doing what they're doing, isn't it? If Tavares was here, Tomiyasu, Tierney, Zinchenko playing ahead of you, Ben White and Tomiyasu competition at the, at right back. Centre-backs are doing their thing. Holding can't get a look in. Midfield, nobody's playing ahead of Odegaard. Xhaka or Partey, rightly so at this moment. Saka's got the right wing locked down. If Smith-Rowe was fit, he probably wouldn't be in the team at this moment because Martinelli's ran with it, really and truly. You know, the players, some of the players that aren't necessarily in the squad, Smith-Rowe, uh, Tierney, Fabio Vieira, they've, looking back, they've kind of been shagged from... Um, pre-season because they were about but they weren't really fit the rest were and we've seen it before some man can't get their spot back really and truly so it's a madness in that regard if that makes sense great talking points people i'm fully awake now i was kind of tired from gym big up you lot don't forget 4 30 we're going live again i hope cedric don't watch these streams you know always holding straight big up cedric portuguese speaker experience doing his coaching badges but yeah man i'd be a bit scared if you get a look in at phone thingy must can get changed for Nelson Palace would be a good destination. Unless he's gone in Jan, maybe there's an option of another year in his contract. You know, has got the same agent as Eddie and Ketia, Saka, Balogun, I think Kion Edwards as well. They're all part of elite, is it elite project group or something like that? There's a few of them. He's cleaning up that guy and that team, but they're cleaning up maybe even a couple of other players, really. DG, what are we saying for the World Cup? Are you hopping on watch alongs again? Yeah. If you go on Twitch, you can see the schedules. But I'm, I'm trying my best to watch every game with you. I think I'm only going to miss two to three group games. I'm trying to watch them all, man. Euro settings again, man. You was there. Euro settings. Mudrick is, Mudrick is good. But for 65000000 million, I'd rather try to get that Napoli done. I can't lie. Probably not getting either. Kronke still has a long way to go to get the connection with the fans. Truly, we should try and go for Bellingham since he fits the project. At least try. DG, who do you think is our best defender, midfielder and attacker? Ooh. Defender at the aspect of defending Tini or Tomiyasu, I'm gonna be like Saliba for me, but at the aspect of defending, probably Tini or Tomiyasu, but I'm gonna say Saliba. But then again, Gabriel's reckless, but that's my sort of guy. He's aggressive, he takes no nonsense, but it's, it's probably not him. And it is his defending's more emotional in that. Um, but in terms of calculated Tomiyasu and Tini, I still think Saliba's got a lot to learn, but I'm gonna Saliba propaganda. Uh, midfielder, 
I, do you know what? I'd say Odegaard's very important to that system. I'd probably say it's Granite Xhaka because of what he's doing and how Arteta's wanted to utilise him. And he's probably one of the first names, if not the first name on the team sheet, give or take Ramsdale and Saka. But then you could say Partey because Partey's not there and we ain't got a six. It's Kalas. Like, it's, it's peak. We ain't got that safety net, you know, being at the game. I know it's only PSV and them things there, but you, I think Odegaard as well, but you could see the lift Partey was giving players, people. Like, Xhaka knew, all right, Xhaka and him are playing one-two. Xhaka's gambling a bit further up the field. Odegaard's doing his thing. So, you could say that. Attacker, I'd say Saka. But now you could say Jesus. Right now, in current form, you could say Martinelli. I miss Smith Rowe. I don't know. It's a good question, man. Defender Tomiyasu. See, like, let me remove everything. Tomiyasu, Partey. Just because if he's not there, then it doesn't matter what Xhaka and Odegaard are doing. Uh, and Halen propaganda. So, do you know what? It is Saka for me, but Jesus, because you see what he gives us, really. We've been missing that. Do you think any players need replacing? Uh, I mean, not necessarily, but, you know, if you could upgrade on maybe Gabriel, a left-sided centre-back, if he doesn't, you know keep improving, potentially upgrade on Xhaka and he's a rotation option and things like that. So, yeah, maybe upgrade on Eddie as, you know, a striker or someone that can give us a bit different. Paul Torres, Mudrick or Barnes, Neves or Camara from Monaco. I bring Paul Torres to the carpet. Big up Harvey Barnes, but Mudrick and I'd rather Neves than Camara. Is that the guy that's, was he at formerly at Olympiacos? He played well against us, man. When Smith Rowe comes back, he's lit, man. Nelson original Southway come true. None of these should be getting more than 100k at those ages. Ah, listen, they can get whatever they want, man. It's not my money. I don't really care, man. Yeah, Milan, but then London recommendations on a local pub to catch PSV away. I mean, if you can and you get there in good time, why not go? I can't say the name, but why not go to the, is it the Tollington? Right next to the Emirates, man. Probably a bit pricey and that, but yeah, man. I'd say there, really. If Palace or any Engl other English side, I'm signing Maduke over Reese. Same. Best, not important. But surely if you're the best, you're going to be important. There's a, a small correlation between the two. Tommy, Xhaka, Saka, Saliba, Partey, Saka. Tommy, Odegaard, Sakanelli. <laughs> you're cheating the game. Hey, I like that one, though. I like that one. Partey is the most important player in our squad. Interesting, diverse opinions. Saliba, Partey, Martinelli, YouTube gang, do me a favour. Make sure we're smashing that like button, please, people. We should be at 100, but we're not. Saka prove himself and prove everyone wrong. Paul Torres is a bit of a soft defender, but left-sided, left composed, Spanish like Arteta. Must can get a tune out of that. Would you take Locatelli over Telemans? 100%, a million percent. Bite your arm off for that right now. One thing I'm worried about, DG, is the lack of chances created for Jesus. You and me both, bro. Even though I like we are starting the strong teams, however, I do feel they're getting tired and their intensity isn't as high as before. Naturally, obviously, it's physically demanding training and playing. And in our last three games, fundamentally, we've won. We've got over the line. But pardon me, Glint, PSV, not really troubled. Leeds, definitely fortunate to get three points there. But you are seeing... I don't want to think there's tired legs. You, you are seeing a bit of that, really. And I don't like to be the guy about burnout and all of that jazz. But it is something to honestly consider. And this is why we need probably more depth in our side. But until it, until January, at the very least, it is what it is. I thought Eddie wasn't playing that great. I think we should loan him and bring Balogun back. 
not really convinced by Balogun at this moment in time. Eddie's still got, a, you know, I like them and that, but I'm not really convinced, really. You know, Balogun's improving. He's at where I expect him to be, but he needs games, man. If anything, Eddie's improved a bit more. Eddie probably needs to play, you know, a lot of games and stuff, and it's difficult. But I'd rather Balogun go, keep playing week in, week out, because I think you need it a bit more, really. Um, you know, he did look out of his depth at Middlesbrough. did look out of his depth, like a few players, when he did get opportunities away from playing in them big Europa League games. From the Arsenal squad, who is going to the World Cup for you? Not a clue. On current form, you'd have to imagine Martinelli. I'd love to assume Jesus is going and Gabriel. Ramsdale and Saka probably, you know, no-brainers. Are Ukraine in the World Cup? Then if they are, I don't actually know. But if they are, Zinchenko, uh, Tommy Asu, if Japan are there, no-brainer. Ramsdale, if I haven't said that, I think Ben White deserves to go. But, you know, you're hearing Southgate is talking about 55-man provisional squad. So White's probably in the balance. He did go to the last international tournament. So, yeah, man. Is well, is Ukraine aren't so then, yeah, he's staying at yard, then, isn't it? Yeah, he's been playing well in, in France, but you know, he's improving. But I don't think you're ready for Arsenal again. You know, you've scored six goals, keep scoring because if you've played 20 appearances and got six goals, that's me, really. And his general play is improving, but I don't, I think it's better for you to play week in, week out, really, at this moment. He has been playing well, building on his experiences, but it takes you know. Like Wenger said, strikers only really get into their realm in the latter stages. But I don't think, especially if we're playing Champions League football, again, you have to be even harsher. You know, on current, not 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 current form, but if we was in the Champions League next season, I think I'd always back these players in a year's a long time. If Balogun comes back better and doing his thing, fair play. But Balogun, Tavares, Lokonga, you man, you got to go elsewhere and, and play football, really. Apparently, Locatelli is open to leaving Jan. If we're still in a similar position in the Prem, we might be able to attract him. Uh, seeing is believing in it, Card. They see in Italy, they seem to pull Arsenal's pants down all the time with players being linked with Italian clubs, you know, with Xhaka to Roma, uh, Vlahovic, Torreira, Locatelli rumors, you know. So for me, seeing's believing in it. I've been unimpressed with Odegaard in the final third recently. I want a, a fit Smith role to contest him for the role. Left wing is Martinelli's to hold. I think the 10 can be got at. Smith role left in the 10, long-term eight, go and cause problems. Large up yourself, DG. Just joined now, United fan. How did you take you lot's 1-0 win yesterday? Do you think Xhaka is getting his flowers now or needs more consistency? I mean, long may it continue. He deserves all his flowers. Obviously, would have loved to have scored more goals. Would have loved to have been more clinical in the final third. It, it, you know, it's, yeah, would have... That's all I can really say. I don't think we was troubled by PSV. They had one shot on target. Fundamentally, clean sheet, three points, top of the table in, in well, top of the group, better yet, in the Europa League. I can't complain. Um, so we did what he needed to do, really. Just could have been more clinical in the final third. I did feel in the second half, the midfield was creeping into old habits. It looked a bit open and that's why I'm happy. Of I literally was, at, I don't know if Arteta is a mind reader, but I was literally looking at, I was thinking, Fabio Vieira, Le Congo, it's looking a bit bugged right now. Do we draw for Porta, for party and Odegaard? And literally, as I thought of that, I saw them getting warmed up. So Arteta must have seen that as well, man. I mean, Sesko's gone, really. Xhaka and party also gone. How can I forget them? <laughs> How could I completely forget about them? Completely forgot about Xhaka and party, And we've been waffling about them. So, yeah, them as well. Yeah, I thought he was still on a two-year loan with an obligation to buy. So, ain't Juventus got to deal with whatever they've got to deal with with South Swallow before they go for him? So, 
before they even can consider selling people. And plus, Allegri's probably going to get the clip. You know, again, when he, when him, Vlahovic, another one linked with us as well as other clubs, you hear their Juventus fans. They've obviously just moved to Juventus. Would you want to give up already? Fair enough, if Arsenal could benefit. But would you want to give up already if you signed a four or five-year deal? To be honest, Xhaka, Xhaka, Partey, Tommy are the only guaranteed starters at the World Cup. Potentially. You know, to be honest with you, I don't, you know, I want them to all go. But as long as you, I don't really care what your countries achieve or don't achieve, apart from the Brazilian youths. But um, just come back and fit in it. Hopefully, man. First thing, all the teams is a threat. Which team do you see Arsenal need to beat? Everybody, that's everybody. Like, you know, take nothing away from the Spurs and Liverpool games. I'd love to be able to put in a performance and get a result at Anfield, at Shite Hart Lane. Old Trafford, we have to wait another year, but them sort of grounds there. Um, so, yeah, I'd say I'd say that, really. Just win everything, really. You know, for me, it's more away from home. Like, I think last season, I don't know if stats showed it, but for last season, last couple of seasons, I think we've done all right at home. And on paper, we've done all right away from home. But I think, you know, the Leeds performance and things like that, I just, you know, I need to know that that becomes a thing. I would like to give City a game, really, because last year we lost, but that was the first sort of time in a hot minute that we gave City a game. Last time we won must have been where we had Coquelin and Santi Cazola in the midfield, so it's changed a lot, man. We can still win our OT in Europa slash FA Cup. Hopefully they're knocked out by then. Make it three in a row at the bridge. Again, them sort of things. Not going to lie, Emirates is a fortress right now. Bring on City. Beating everyone and beat top six clubs away. Yeah. Right now, actually, I would say Newcastle as well because I'm happy we're not Spurs, in it? Like, Newcastle home and away look difficult. Ten Hag, not man said Ten Hag. Uh, Eddie Howe looks like he's on crud, in it? Like, they're doing very well. I don't want to play them right now, really. Every game's a struggle, but I'd say Newcastle away, best based on last year. And they look better than they than they are, innit? You know, Gamara seems to be upset. He never got Arsenal move crying all the time. I'd say them, man. Saliba probably goes as well. In a circle, respectfully. Fuck that guy, man. I want us to beat City at home to stop their ego. I'd love to beat them at home. I'd rather beat them away, man. That's the only thing I could have loved. I would have preferred more than beating Spurs and Liverpool recently is beating them away. Like, because Anfield, psh, more losses and more sad moments than I can count. Like, we were happy that we were in it until the second half. And you're patting us twice a couple of games ago, really. Shy Hart Lane in my early 27 years, bro. I never thought of White Hart Lane that we're just gonna rock up and win. I've seen my team win a win win the league at that trophy at that ground. Well, new ground now, but you get the point. Now goes either way, man. And as I said, Newcastle home and away. Definitely the home game was a breeze last year. Let's be real. Ainsley and Lakonga, I'm sure, in midfield. We bottled it away from home. We need to perform really. Everybody, really, you know, for me as an Arsenal fan, it's always gonna be the Brightons. The St Mary's that we have on Sunday, uh, obviously the top six away from home, Newcastle on current form, and probably just any any team at, at their place really and truly, even Forest away, man, really and truly, any team, any any, especially them nighttime fixtures in that. So I'd, I I would I would say that really, if I'm completely honest. Good questions, man. Keep on going, man. We'll get into the talking points and all that jazz in a bit, man. Right, what the hell is going on? Hey, mods, stay on job, please. 
don't know what that is. They're ruining stuff. 10 more likes until we've closed 100 likes and we've hit our target, people. Don't forget, hello, watch alongs to come, people, this weekend. Hit the like button, set your reminders on the link I've just posted, and it's pinned in the live chat. Every like boost is engagement, Southampton versus Arsenal. Before that, we're watching Chelsea, Man United, where a draw could be lit. But this, for me, this season was about making statements on the pitch, beating Liverpool, Brentford, Palace with statements, wins. Southampton is another bogey team. Are you worried? Of course, I'm always going to be naturally worried because St Mary's is, even when we've won there in recent years, it's been a bit brazy, really. Obviously, let's be real, on form, need to win there. You know, no complacency, but there's they won first game in like six. The fans are still like kind of the Villa fans with Gerrard. They're still charting Hassan Hutu out. There's pressure. Just by reading little things with Southampton, like, have I got it to, to hand? I think Hassan Hutu's been doing his press conference, people. Oh, where have they gone? Apparently, Carl Walker-Peters is out with a hamstring knock. Uh, who's the young German centre-back that got called up in the German team? He's struggling. They can't use Ainsley. So, yeah, they've got injuries. The form is, is, is woeful. There's question marks over the manager. For me, that makes it even more me wary of them because how many times have we bought teams in poor form and then they've went and looked decent? Um so I would, I, I, would, I would say that, man. And St Mary's ain't a nice place to go. But the form we've been on, we need to move to them. And I'll be real. And, and again, if we're honest, we need to do 20 million times better than the Leeds game. Because, yeah, there was fight. We defended well. Got fortunate with a couple of decisions. Ultimately, we scored the goal. But in terms of how we could play in the final third, how we can control the game, we was very fortunate against Leeds. And you get when you work hard, like we've been doing from pre-season, you get the rub of the green. But sometimes... Mm -hmm. The footballing gods are not always going to be that kind to you, in it. So, yeah, man, as I said, and you said, St Mary's, these are brazy places. Brighton, I know it's not great, Graham Potter's Brighton, but we need to put in a performance there, if I'm completely honest with you. So, yeah, Hassan Hutu has spoken about a couple of players missing, but, you know, you can't just look at that because the players that ain't playing, it's your time, isn't it? How many times have we have, have we seen that, really and truly? I just want to see if Hassan Hutu has spoken on this. Apparently, Lavia's returned as well, but how fit is he going to be? And obviously, Che Adams is going to be full of, full of confidence. And they got three points against Bournemouth. So they're going to somewhat be on it, people. On Carl Walker-Peters, their gaffer said, we have another big injury. Carl will be out for the long term. It's a hamstring injury. We'll see how long. Ads for Bella Kocha um, is still out and will take a bit of time. Not sure how long. This injury can always happen again if you don't have surgery. But he's a strong guy. Obviously, Latvia has been out since, uh, well, he's been out for a minute, since the end of August. Lavia is back in training, but after a long time out, it will take time. It's good to see him back training with the team. So half of their players ain't really there. So we need to take advantage of that, if that makes sense, really and truly. Not that you can just read into those things. Because, you know, you look at last season, three of our, let me not lie, I don't remember. Yeah, three, West Ham, where we won. If you don't want to say that, United and Chelsea, we didn't do that with our strongest eleven at the time. Tavares was playing in that. So you can, and respectfully, Onene was playing in that. So you, you have to be wary. Football's a squad game and we're in that period where you're now going to see that sort of thing, if I'm honest. So yeah, you're right, man. And you're right, Newcastle are up there in every stat. Eddie Howe's moving mad, really. You know, there was a lot of talk of we're just they're just going to get him in to fix things up and then go for the other managers. He's saying, hold on a minute, like, I want to be part of this Newcastle revolution thing. So you're going to have to see, man. Any changes you're making to the start in 11? Surely Saka needs rest. He needs rest, but we need three points. You're one of the best players on the pitch for us. So where's the rest coming from? 
I'd probably go, to, I'm not going to lie, I'd probably start Tini over Tomiyasu at left back, if I'm completely honest. I would like to see a bit more going going forward in that regards, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, so, yeah, man, but they did put in a performance against Chelsea, as you said, really. And again, any type team at home, it's going to be, you know, they're going to have to rally behind the troops. So I'd say that, really. Carl, I know you've done a watch along for our game against Spurs the other day when we peppered them. Talking from a neutral point of view on Saturday against Chelsea, what way do you see it going? I prefer United to win because it's Chelsea, it's Chelsea. But honestly, I don't know, man. It's two very contrasting styles. Eddie Howe, not man said Eddie Howe. Graham Potter's still still trying to work out what his Chelsea, his Chelsea stuff is. I'd say a draw, you know. Who's the best left back in the Prem? Tommy Asu. Locked up the best right winger in the Prem, allegedly. But I'm joking. I don't know, you know. I don't know. Off the top of my head, that's difficult. Someone at Arsenal, let's be biased, man. Yeah, that Bella Koche, he's quite good. He's not going to be at Southampton too long, in my opinion. You know, I, I hope he's there permanently so you look and make your cash, but he ain't going to be there long, man. The only games we could possibly lose this season, lies are met. Before I read the rest of it, we could lose anything. You know, football's not a game on paper. You know, the only games we could possibly lose this season are City home and away, Liverpool away, and we could draw at Chelsea and City. Then we're definitely winning the league. I'll take your word for it, but you could definitely, there's 28 games. You could definitely lose any of them, you know. Chelsea, you know, United struggled against Brentford. You know, Chelsea have struggled on a couple of, you know, Chelsea got bought by Leeds. We could have lost to Leeds. We didn't. You know, I can't, you can't just, I, I don't know about that. There's 28 games. We've got 28 games left to play. So I don't know for that. DG go all out for Bellingham. Bellingham would love to, but psh, the dream is free to ask is sold separately. I do think we could find the cash and, and, and pitch a project to him, but you're competing against Real Madrid, Man City and all of these sort of things. And obviously our project is good, but you know it's it's probably reserved the right to join a Madrid, a City, one of the bigger European type teams and whatnot. So who knows, man? I wouldn't make any shit. Maybe Tierney in, but again, I don't know if he can get through that. Not that Tomiyasu, or I don't even know if Sinchenko will be about. Wouldn't change anything in our midfield. Odegaard, Jacoparte, Saka's playing for me. Martinelli's playing. If these guys are fit, Jesus is playing. Honestly, Saliba and, and Jesus, I hope you lot get yellow cards. Sit out the Nottingham Forest game, respectfully to Forest, and then you're back for Chelsea, really and truly. And if that's not the case, you two, make sure you don't get yellow cards in the next 180 minutes of football. Because it's getting real now. And we can't afford any we can't afford any of that. I'm completely honest with you. Sorry, people, let me make a time stuff. Southampton. The Arsenal Forts. So, yeah, don't forget to hit the like button, people. Should we look at what's going on in the papers and all the talking points and all of that jazz, people? Let's get into all of that. Let's start with the athletic. I appreciate who, who said it. I think it might have been Truth, one of the usernames. You showed me how I can, how I can zoom in on, on, on Safari now. Hey! Now, a lot of people are on to Saka, really, you know, or big, better yet, Mikel Arteta. No, I haven't read David Dean's book yet. I need to. These rumours around Locatelli, what are your views, considering he didn't seem too interested? I mean, Alex, if you could bring Locatelli, I think he could cook in that eight role. I think he's a very intelligent and cultured midfielder. I think he's got the dynamism and the engine, as well as the technical ability and the age to be a good signing for us and the Premier League. But I don't quite buy it. It's that he He's one of them. I have to see Arsenal's had a bid accepted and he's doing medicals and Arsenal fans are tracking planes and all of these things. It's, it's very easy to link us with him because there's there's no history, but there's history. 
Mikel Arteta wants Saka to have desire to play every single game. And I'm sure he does. I'm sure Saka, Jesus, Odegaard, I'm sure they want to play every game, really and truly. And they're giving Arteta a headache. You know, if I, you know, but we've got to remember we're trying to achieve things. Mikel Arteta is refusing to rest Saka this season. That's a lie because he speaks about resting players. But at the end of the day, what did man want him to do? If he rocked up against PSV where they were all build up as this great attacking side and he plays the, the B the B squad players and we lose and we complicate things and, and whatnot, he can't win. Saka missed just 179 minutes of Arsenal's games this campaign before their 1-0 win against PSV. He impressed, as did Xhaka. I mean, Saka, Xhaka and Jesus all had good games, but... Neither, no, none of the team, and especially all the names I just said, were as clinical in the final third as they could be. But nonetheless, we're aiming to go. Well, we've qualified going through people. Let me see exactly what Mikel has said. People look at the top players in the world, they play 70 minutes every three days and makes the difference to win the game. You want to be at the top, you have to be able to do that. And if we start to put something different in the mind of a young player, I think we are making a huge mistake because then he would be like, No, I don't play now on AstroTurf, I don't play. I don't want that. I want them to be ruthless every three days. I want them knocking on my door saying, I want to play. I want to win the game. And I think they are. There's no fitness coach in the world that's going to tell me they cannot do it because I've seen it. And you got to remember, he was at City. 72 games and, and scored 50 goals. The players that score 50 goals do not play 38 games in a season. It's just impossible. Then he said on Saka, yeah, he got a kick. He was limping a little bit, but hopefully he'll be all right. And obviously we play Southampton. On the weekend, on Sunday, we'll be doing a watch-along. Mikel Arteta wants Arsenal to be relentless winning machines, but will rotate when necessary, which is true, people. Is there any comments? Well, these are the same things he said. I think this is the same sort of article. That's what Saka said. Shout out Granite, he doesn't know what rotation is. This pre-World Cup half-season, if we call it that, has cranked up performance levels across the team. But let's not pretend it's not physically and mentally challenging. Prepare, play, recover, rest, repeat. From their last notable break of a mammoth five days between beating Spurs and Bodo Glint in relatively a tame week at the start of the month. Until the World Cup pause, Arsenal are in a spell of 12 games in 37 days on average. One every 3.38 days. And we knew this last, we knew this in pre-season. And I think the players have that on mind. It's going to be physical. But in life, to achieve your goals, you've got to suffer. I am like you lot. I always feel, can we rest players? I think that we need to rest players. But we say it with no evidence. If they're fit, if they're ready to go, if the medical team's done whatever, then cool. If we had a squad, which is on Mikel Arteta and Edu, where we could, you know, there's a player levels or better than Saka, so we don't see the difference. But there's an issue. And especially around our midfield, you pull Xhaka out of that. You pull Partey out of that. You Even off the ball, you pull Oligard out of that. It affects us, man. Really. Arsenal fans, they really need more trophies, not more talks. Not, Huh? Anywho. So, yeah, in addition to attacking the PL campaign, Arsenal have focused on attempting to top the European group as quickly as possible. There's a very practical reason for this. Group winners skipped the first knockout round, which is shoved into the fixture list in February. Two fewer games in a post-World Cup second act of the season could be extremely helpful. With four straight wins to qualify ticked off, Arteta has the luxury of choosing a more fringe team for one of the last two games. Maybe not everyone will travel to PSV. I, to be honest with you, I want Arteta to go strong against Southampton, strong away from home against PSV. And when we buck Zurich and them sort of teams, we can start resting really and truly. The aim is to press on as efficiently as possible in both the league and Europe. Um, 
I don't know what this means. Something has informed Arteta's selections in the Prem in the Europa League. Ben White, Odegaard, and Saliba have started only once in the competition this season. Partey has had a couple of sub appearances. Saka and Jesus both barely featured before starting against PSV. So they've all had breathers when it is more, you know, I guess so. So yeah, man. The majority of the players have been able to appear in bits and pieces. And then I think think the gaffer said everybody is participating and everyone feels part of it, which is really important. Then everybody is competing and putting in performances that are needed to win the games. And when you're confident doing well, you're going to want to play in it. It's all about managing the temperature of the team, making sure they play with enough confidence, but as well being on our toes and we are ready to go again to Southampton and put in a performance required to win the match. This is the challenge and we are enjoying the challenge. The confidence is there, obviously, and you can see that, but from it is the hunger to go again. So, yeah. We got that really and truly. Shout out, pardon me, Kieran Tini, because he's reached 100 appearances for Arsenal Football Club now. He said in the aftermath of yesterday, I think we could have had two or three goals and made it a lot more comfortable for us in the last five minutes. But it was a more composed performance from us as well. We never panicked when we didn't score and we saw it out well and it was comfortable in the end. We'd like to score more goals, but if you keep it tight at the back, you know someone in this team is going to take a chance. Two games left. We want to make sure we're top of the group as well. Keep winning games. Keep building momentum. So far, so good. On 100 appearances, which is a fantastic achievement. I'm very proud. I never knew going into the game as well. It was after the game a few people told me and I had a few texts. So it's a great achievement. I'm very proud and grateful for the chance I'm getting. I've been through a lot. The world's been through a lot since the first one, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. Big up, Kieran Tierney. Xhaka deserves it, says Mikel Arteta. He deserves it. He has faced adversity in difficult moments. He has put his arm up when he had something different to do. His work ethic, the way he is as a person, the way he treats everyone around the club and the love for this football club and profession is unquestionable. He fully deserves that and I'm really happy to see him enjoying his career, as we all are. We believe he had the qualities to do that and sometimes it's just unlocking something in the player's mind and he's done it, you know. Ben White's going back to right back. Not really going to praise the gaffer for that. Martinelli and Saka going from strength to strength. You know, he's flirted with different roles during his tenure for Smith, Rowe, Odegaard and Vieira. He's spoken about Martinelli being able to play up front. He's used the versatile uh, Tomiyasu. And for me, when you've got good players that can lock it down in their own roles and play other roles, by, by all means, do it, in it. He's been extremely open and his work rate all the time to learn is fantastic. And I think it's now paying off. Yeah, man, whatever he's doing is crazy. I haven't seen the post-game press conference by Mikel Arteta. Have Arsenal fans forgiven Xhaka then? I mean, draw a line under the sand now, isn't it? Deluded has not given has not given praise to Chelsea. That is why I'm angry. All right, G. But anywho, the gaffer said we are qualified. So that's the first step. So really pleased for doing that. Now we want to achieve the second one, which is to finish first in the group because we know the difference that it's going to make in terms of games that you have to play and against who. That is still something we have to do. In general, I'm really pleased with the performance, with what the boys have shown. And we had some really dominant and good moments in the game, but we lacked a little bit in the final third, final actions, especially inside the box, to put more shots on target and score more goals, I think. Shout out Granite people, we've just spoken about that. On the importance of youth at Arsenal, it's very important for everybody. Obviously for them, it's some experience. Some of them, it's the first time they're playing in the Europa League and it's great they have the habit to compete in the competition, to understand how difficult it is to play and in the Premier League and to win. It's part of the development, so really happy. On winning three in a row, great to have clean sheets. 
I think today we should have scored more goals. The same in the first half against Leeds. That will come, but I'm really pleased with the performance and how we played. On the challenge of rotating the squad in both comps, they, they are giving we the right reasons to do so. And it wouldn't be fair if I didn't give them the opportunity to do that, especially the way they have behaved, trained and care about the team. So I'm really happy everybody is participating. Everybody feels part of it, which is really important. And everybody's competing and putting in performances, which are needed to win games. We spoke about Saka. We said he's limping. He should be fine. We spoke about that Xhaka stuff. Um, we spoke about Saka playing 70-odd games and Arteta was very defiant. On if he has noticed a difference in the mentality of the group, I think after every game, it's a little bit different. It depends on the win, how you play, how you felt during that match and managing the temperature of the team, making sure they play with enough confidence and that we are on our toes and ready to go to Southampton and put on the performance required to win the match. This is the challenge and we're enjoying the challenge. I think we said that already. He said the confidence is there. You can see that uh, for me, it's the hunger to go again and try to win. On playing Enketi on the left and Jesus through the middle, changing one instead of two, very simple. On why Cedric is yet to feature. I mean, keep it that way. The competition is one. The second is because he was injured for a while and he had a recurring injury. Now he's fit. He's a player who deserves to play. Why don't you go somewhere else then? He deserves to play. I want to give him the minutes because he deserves that. I'll, I'll tell a lot of man. He deserves it. Keep working hard, Cedric. Your chance is going to come, man. Big up Odegaard people, no clue what this award is, but allegedly Odegaard acknowledged with prestigious award. Odegaard has been named the Norwegian Professional Football League's Nixon's Henderspit winner of 2022. The best Norwegian in the Prem. I don't know that striker at City. So, yeah, shout out to Martin Odegaard for winning that lit stuff, lit stuff, lit stuff, lit stuff. So, yeah, no, where's the... Southampton press conference. Maybe Arteta is doing that later, people. So, yeah, if we switch back to Google Chrome now, because that's that. Uh, hella tabs. Tab police are going to be on to me. Absolutely on to me. But it is what it is, people, in that regards. Where the hell do we start? Let's start with here, because this looks like a Fabio Vieira comment. Um, it is what it is. So, yeah. Apparently, people, Fabio Vieira, the rebellious wonder kid, now playing his trade in the Premier League. What's all of this? Vieira, whoa, Vieira, whoa. Big up the 22-year-old. What has he specifically said? I hate the jargon that Sky Sports use, man. Like, what has he said? Easy words, please. I only speak spoke English in school, but in my school, I'm a crazy kid, you know. I didn't like school. And so I didn't learn a lot of English in my young age. I was rebellious. Maybe I was waiting for lunchtime to go to the pitch to play football with my friends. That's it. In the beginning, it was difficult, but I do have a lot of Portuguese-speaking teammates here. But you need to learn. You need to talk with the other guys and try to learn as quickly as possible. Born in Santa Maria, south of Porto. He spent 15 years at his boyhood club before the Brazilian guy. It says here Arsenal's technical director came calling. Everyone welcomed me from the first day. Um, for me, it's very important to feel that confidence. I feel comfortable here. I feel good. I feel at home. I remember the first day when I came here to make the signing, Eddie, the Brazilian guy, spoke with me to understand how it is the club, how the people work here, the history of the club. Of course, it's a great club. It's a big club. Everyone knows this. I'm happy to be here. Everyone is feeling good because we are top of the league. This is really good. Everyone is playing good. We all understand what the coach wants from us. We're very happy to be in first place, but it's early. The atmosphere is amazing at the stadium. We are very happy with this. At Arsenal, everyone has so much quality. All the players play good, so the competition is very high. You can always be better for me. Obviously, the work is good, but also to learn. I'm young. We have a long, young team. And you can see the depth. I mean, you probably need a bit more depth. Tab police, allow me, man. 
absolutely crazy, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Don's want, man. I don't know what one Don's want, man. I don't know what Don's want. So we just block and move. Well, apparently inside the club, including the supporters, they are feeling a lot. The passion when they are on the pitch, we feel the love. This is a special club. It can also be a special club for me. The most important thing is thinking game by game. We need to play game by game. We have to only think only on the present. True. That's another player to go with Saka, Xhaka, Martinelli, the gaffer to say, keep the feet on the ground. Let the fans dream. Let the fans hype up the thing. You lot just keep working. There's 28 more games to play. We have to think only on the present. Yeah, of course, we are top of the league. In Europe as well, we want to win every game. In the final, we'll see what can happen. Okay. He said, I play in Porto for 15 years. This is a different culture, different weather. I think right now it's amazing because of me. No, I come from Portugal and bring the sun. Banter. It was my first big change. I'm here alone with my girlfriend and it's a different world, but we have to adapt. I think now, three or four months here, I'm good. It's more physical. It's different football. I have a plan for me to work on the gym, doing more physical stuff two times a week in the gym. In the last interview, I told three times, but it's two times my mistake. Capping. So there's one in it. He said, I want to catch the opportunities. I, another, I mean, Martin Keon said he really likes him. Fair enough. Arteta said, you see the quality every time he's around the box. But then again, Arteta says in small little ways, defensively, he's got to improve. On the on the, on the the chant, he said, oh, my face lit up. Of course, when I hear the song, I feel happy for this. You can feel the love from the stands. They recognise you. They help you a lot for you to feel at home. I feel so happy when I hear my song on the pitch. Shout out to you. The communication is easy with Arteta. I like Arteta. He's a good coach. The way he talks with the players is amazing. Everyone understands what he wants. Everyone knows what he wants for the team. For me, it is easy to play for a coach like this. Sometimes when I'm on the bench, you can see him. You can see him from the bench or on the pitch. Very emotional, you know. But this is part of him as a coach. This is important. He only wants to help us and he wants the best for the players. Big up that. Apparently, West Ham and Arsenal are charged for failing to control their players at the weekend. Obviously, that's West Ham with Southampton, who we play on Sunday. That's us with Leeds. Arsenal were furious with Gabriel's red card. I mean, their charges, what's all of this, man? Denial charges, take it to trial. We don't need a third offer, a guilty plea. I mean, we've spoken on this jacketing. What's this? Apparently, former Arsenal gaffer Uno Emre is being considered um, to take over Aston Villa. I've seen that. I've seen Pochettino. I've seen Thomas Ducal. Villa's chest is high, isn't it? Steve Bruce. Once again, we saw it yesterday, but Arsenal are keen on making a move for Ivan Endika as Mikel Arteta, long story short, wants competition at, le at left centre-back, In it? The centre-back has featured 16 times this season. He's played in the Champions League as well, and I'm all for it, especially because you're seeing anything from 8 to 12 million euros. He's 23 ties in what we're doing. We did want Lissandro Martinez. We did look at Calvin Bassi, allegedly. Pablo Marie, unless you're going to be Gunasaurus, shouldn't be at the club next, next summer, really. If I'm completely honest, once again, we've been charged um, over a disciplinary breach following our 1-0 victory against Leeds United. What the hell is this? Apparently, I am sure Romano makes definite Arsenal transfer claim about Ace who wants to join Gunners. Oh, yes, Mudrick. Here we go again. But we know we've got an eye on him. We know everyone in Europe is scouting him. He says that Arsenal still keeping an eye on this young talent. He mentions the right position. It will be a midfielder and a winger. Arsenal now go for players they trust, like Liverpool, and this is the best strategy for a top club. 
It's not easy to find the right player in Jan. There are no advanced negotiations, I'm told. But I'll mention a midfielder and a winger. Mudrip from Shakhtar Donetsk is a player they really appreciate and I'm sure they're keeping an eye on him. But it depends on the price, people. Once again, many moons ago, we did hear him say, I think every player dreams about the Premier League. It's hard to say which team he'd like to join. But Arsenal is a very good team, very good coach. I like the way they play. When he was asked, Mudrik, he said, from my side, I can't say no to Arsenal, but the transfer is not my decision. Pardon me. We've been linked with a young star at, at, at Celtic. Know nothing about him, people. But uh, Rocco Vata, who is seen as a talented player in Celtic's academy of Albanian heritage, seems like quite a lot of Italian clubs are picking up Scottish players and Irish players. Um, he's 15 years of age. Apparently, Arsenal are looking at him as well as City, Roma, Juventus and Milan. He's valued at around two million quid. We've been linked with youngsters at Rangers, youngsters at Celtic. Bring them in. If you can sell them for profit or they reach the first team, everybody's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Smack the like button, folks. Like Tafara I said, your comments gone. There it is. So, yeah, there you have it, man. Think Emre will go Villa as long as he'll get money for Jan DG. Isn't he at Villarreal? I'd want to stay, man. Really? Simple DG. Enjoy the moments now and have hope. Rogers, I mean, he might as well skate, you know, he could get sacked, really. I thank you for your information about my favourite club, Arsenal, watching you from Tanzania, East Africa. Appreciate you for tuning in, mate. And big up the Tanzania ones. Uh, Telemans, I don't know what this is saying. I mean, well, Roberto Martinez has been waxing lyrical about him. We know this. This article has said we're ready to make a move for him in January, allegedly. Leicester should expect an offer for Yuri Telemans from Arsenal in Jan, according to reports. He's featured in all 10 of their games so far. It's been a difficult season for them, man. There, apparently, they, this Italian publication has reported Arsenal have turned their attentions back towards Telemans ahead of the winter transfer market. It stated that the Gunners will be submitting an official offer to Leicester in Jan in order to avoid a potential battle with Juventus if the City midfielder does not does become a free agent. Well, he can talk to, he can agree something with foreign clubs for free already. So we'll have to see. You know, he has been speaking about his failed movie. He said, I'm not going to speak too much about my contract situation at the moment. My family is very happy there, and that's important. I didn't leave Leicester in the summer. As I've always said, the project had to be the right run. Just because things are getting worse now at Leicester doesn't mean I should regret staying. Yeah, liar. But anyways, yeah, don't really see that. Arsenal target Christmas top spot says, Xhaka, what specifically has the big man said? It has to be the aim. When you are there, you have to be there as long as possible. Hey, close that because we don't need copyright issues. Um, yeah, I think we have the chance to stay there and the World Cup comes. Maybe it's a good break for everyone, maybe for us as well to prepare something else for January. It was always, we've always been good at home, but now maybe we are much more stronger, more compact. We have more solutions, of course. Since Arteta came, we have plan B and C as well. Fair enough. Obviously, PSV fans were moving brazy. They've been hit with four charges, including throwing objects, lighting fireworks acts of damage and crowd disturbances and you saw them fighting police you saw chairs flown you saw flares and things is what it is um apparently said no i was never thinking like this i will never think like this when i go on the pitch this is football getting injured can happen in one second you have to put your foot in when it's a 50 50 ball and me my personality the people know me i'll never back out of that amen I'm not worried about playing too many minutes because the staff, the coach, they know how I am physically, how I look after myself. It's not the first time I'm doing this amount of games in a row. I did this once the last couple of 13 years, so I'm feeling very good. Of course, every time you win, it makes it a little bit easier. But yeah, I'm not worried about the minutes or the World Cup or the future. can only deal with the, with the present, man. The future, past brings regret, future brings uncertainty. Deal with the present. 
I don't think it's about my games at the moment. I've been here seven years and my numbers speak for themselves. Shout out Jacob Bositi. The numbers I've got for this football club, how many games I've had in seven years. I've calculated maybe two years ago that I'm playing 45 games a season. It's a number I had always in the past as well. Really, I'm not thinking about a break. Mikel is the boss. He decides when to take me out and when not to. He did against Bodo. It was perfect timing to give me a little bit of a rest. Games like this, everybody wants to play. So there you have it. Big up the fullback union. You know, t &E has joined the, you know, 100 club for Arsenal. We've spoken about that already. What's all these tabs? Fabrizio has said, Arsenal are feeling optimistic on Saka's new deal. Talks have been ongoing for months. It's a top priority for the club. Negotiations will continue in order to reach full agreement. Nothing we didn't know there. Uh, Xhaka on his right foot goal yesterday. Yeah, I believe... I don't know when I scored last time with my right foot. Maybe it's the first of my career. I have to check. It doesn't matter which one or who is scoring. We keep winning. Amen, Granite. Uh, Granite also said, I'm in this position now the last couple of weeks and I'm so happy the ball came and happy I scored. I mean, everyone that comes here, they're playing similar football like PSV today. We knew they had quality to kill us as well in the counter-attack, but we did amazing without the ball. We worked very hard, compact like this. You can win games. Um, at halftime, he said, allegedly, on halftime, talk better yet. To continue like the first half, we did a lot of pressure, a lot of chances, and to believe that the goal will go in in one chance we get. And then he spoke on having to be patient. I think we had chances and chances. Um, we didn't have the luck to score earlier than the winning goal. In the end, most important, the passion to keep the ball and to try to create chances. In the end, I think we deserve the win. Our next fixtures before the World Cup, Southampton away, PSV away, Nottingham Forest at home, Zurich at home, Chelsea um, away at the bridge. Brighton in the cup and then obviously Wolves away. So, yeah, there's four Premier League games and we've got to finish strong. And if I'm honest with you, Wolves will be a big test. But I want nine points minimum. You know, I want to beat Chelsea 12 points. You know, it'd be nice to get 10 to 12 points, but it can go either way. If we don't beat Southampton, I'll be vexed. If we don't beat Nottingham Forest at home, I'll be vexed. Wolves, I'm a bit nervy, but we need to go there and do a thing. Chelsea, it goes either way. If you can't win, don't lose in it sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, you know, could we win three times in a row? Sometimes you can't always do that. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard. What the hell was that? Uh, anything else? Doesn't appear so. Proceedings against PSV after trouble at last night's game, people. As you can see, throwing objects, lighting of fireworks, acts of damage, crowd. But they were on it before. the. You know when footballers go and check out the pitch, them fans there were moving mad before that. And I can't lie, they made it a great atmosphere. Big up Matt Turner, you know, became an Arsenal fan after playing FIFA. I don't follow McDonald. Get 10 appearances for Arsenal. I'll follow you, but three clean sheets in his four Europa League appearances for his boyhood club. Big up Turner, man. Obviously, you look at our results. We effed up against United. Ferguson paying the right money there, but pure ticks in it. Xhaka has scored as many goals for Arsenal this season, three than he has in his last three seasons combined. Shout out, Granite. Jesus did very well on the pitch yesterday. He didn't score, but won nine duels, which was the most on the pitch. Six total crosses, one possession five times, had five shots, three on target, created three chances, 100% success rate with his dribbles, two tackles, two fouls, one. I think we all could have been better in the final third, but we won the game. Ruben Neves, whoring himself out for Barcelona. If you ask, in general, all players want to play for Barca. He's not lying. It's one of the best clubs in the world. It's a privilege for me to be linked with this team. Who wouldn't want to play for Barcelona? It's normal. Fair enough. And yeah, us in the Europa League this season, three clean sheets and four victories. You know, 12 points, four wins from the four games, conceded one, which was a pen, and had seven seven goals scored. So we're doing all right. We're doing our job, man. 
apparently Tierney is the first Scotsman to reach 100 appearances for Arsenal since Charlie Nicholas in 1985, 10 years before I was born. So first Scotsman in my lifetime to do such people. 27 points after 10 league games is Arsenal's best ever start to the season in their history. Ain't where you start, it's where you finish. Highest win percentage in all comps in the big five Euro leagues. But hey, we're next to Real Madrid in that. 93%, 13 wins from 14. Real Madrid have 87%. Napoli have 86. Sociedad 79. PSG 75. Um, so yeah, people, it is what it is in that regards, man. So yeah, we'll have that. Liz Trust, crazy. Lomberg lasted longer as our caretaker manager. Pat Rice as well. Shout out to them because they weren't bad. But yeah, man, maybe. Is there any other updates? Arsenal, the only team to have scored in every single game in a single Premier League season, 0-1-0-2, and are the only team that can still do this this year. Fair enough. I don't think we'll do that, but yeah, man. You know, one has to wonder when next are we going to actually draw a game? Saka is the first player to have been involved. Oh, we've seen that already, but involved in 50 goals for Arsenal under Arteta in all comps, scoring 26 and assisting 24. Careful, you know, big up Saka. That's Chief Keith, so that's irrelevant. But yeah, don't forget, people. Southampton, watch along. Uh, Chelsea, watch along tomorrow. I'm gonna update this thumbnail. Ronaldo, you're not gonna be there, mate. Are you? So we're gonna have to get rid of you. This is just my channel. Arsenal are the second lowest in the Premier League currently for conceding shots after being pressed. City are the lowest, and Spurs are the highest. Ugh, I thought Conte was this tactical genius and all that jazz, but cool. It is what it is in that regards, people. What's this tweet? Watching him live. Gapo looks decent, but doesn't move me currently. Maybe in the future. Sangare and Xavi are welcome. So I think with that, that is anything that there is to consider in the news, people, in terms of latest news. So unless there's any updates, I'll spin the block for, for, for any news. But yeah, man, latest news. Let's type Arsenal into Google again and see what's going on. I can't imagine there's anything. Mikel Arteta ain't even done the Southampton press conference. So we'll look to that. Not really. Zaha's been tipped to... Oh, wow. All right. Let's... Don't think we're done yet, necessarily. Let's just see what these are... What these things are doing. Apparently, Arsenal's new Emirates Stadium new look to feature Pakistan supporters club logo. So it looks like, you know, shout out to Pakistan Arsenal supporters. Looks like they'll be, you know, showing you lots of love. I don't know if you can believe any of this, people. But if you do, you know, journalists say Zaha could leave Palace for free after being tipped for Tottenham this week. Well, his contract is running down, isn't it, really and truly? So, yeah, Arsenal have been admirers. David Ornstein said, Palace would dearly love Zaha to sign a new contract, I'm sure, but with free agency looming and he's never had that big move that many anticipated. Of course, he went to Man United and it didn't work out. But since then, we've seen Arsenal linked with him. We've seen Tottenham at various points. We've seen Chelsea last summer. That move hasn't happened. Palace value him so highly. As they know, without him, there's a good chance they'll be in a relegation scrap. Never probably been a better time to let him go with Elise Eze and you'll probably find some other IC free wingers to do wavy stuff. Shout out Vieira. So they've set a very high asking price. There'll be a number of clubs who'll be looking at him and wondering if they can get him for nothing in the summer of 2023. There'll be conversations, I'm sure. Many in the game feel he'll hold out and go as a free agent to play in the Champions League. I hear it and you know what? Fair enough. Arsenal lead race to sign Ukrainian star Mudrik, but face competition from Roma. One minute is Roma, then Sevilla, then Nice are the front runners, then everyone in Europe. It's long people. And now this is saying that they're holding out for 40 million, which is more respectable. 
But yeah, people, it is what it is. According to this outlet, Arsenal could be back in for a left-footed star as Mikel Arteta looks to continue to add more quality. We face competition from Jose Mourinho's side, people. A bid of around £25 has already reportedly been offered for the Ukrainian, but Shakhtar are holding out for a fee nearer to £40 and rejected the offer from the Italian club. That price tag may not put off Arsenal and we know where Admire is. We've seen what he's had to say about potentially moving to Arsenal in the future. I'm not going to waffle about that. What has been said here, Endrick, as we know about Endrick, he's been linked with us. This looks like clickbait. Apparently, Mikel Arteta's side only contacted Palmeiras because of Danilo, who they wanted to sign in the summer. They never showed an interest in Endrick, but are not one of the clubs considered a potential destination. But we ain't got 50, 60 million to sign a 16-year-old until he's 18. He's the truth. I would love it to be, but I don't think we're in his guy in Madrid and these sort of sides. If I'm honest with you, he could go somewhere in the Prem. I don't think it'd be Arsenal. I would obviously love to be wrong, people. But I think that puts an end to obviously the links with him, if I'm completely honest. So, yeah, man. Shout out to American Guna. Just seen that you've gifted five community, four, yeah, five community subs. And hopefully, you know, thank you on behalf of everyone who's got that, man. Make sure to hit the like buttons for it for engagement for DG's next live stream, which is Southampton versus Arsenal on Sunday. Make sure to just subscribe as well. Appreciative of you, Clement, doing the Lord's work there. I'd give Leicester City for 15 million. I assume talking about Telemans. We need a point at PSV next Thursday to move to the round of 16. That's why I probably would go strong. Don't want Telemans anywhere near Arsenal. I think he's mid. Did Telemans end up moving after our friends found an advert for his house? I don't know, man. The fans are weird. Sangare for backup Partey, Zaha instead of Mudrik and cheaper options. I don't know, man. Yeah, Tierney's got 100, 100 thingies, man. Shout out the Twitch ones as well. 4.30, we go live again. Numbers don't lie. They tell you a story that you want to hear exactly. Confirmation bias is a really good thing. Big up, DG. You cooked Matisse. Cooked himself, man. Cooked himself. And yeah, man, American Guna. You're getting love for the community sub. You're missing out if you're not following on Twitch, bro. Liz Trust, William Gallas, never look right in number 10. <laughs> to be fair, I think Liz Trust was a better number 10 than Gallas. At least she, when, can you really say she had integrity? I don't know, but Gallas, you know what, Gallas, I allow you. F the government, innit? I allow you, Gallas, but yeah, I'd rather Liz, Liz Trust in the 10 role. I can't lie to you. I really do. Absolute disgrace he was. Worst, bro, for me, he peed me off more than a Bamian ever could. I like, for, I don't hate him as a human being, but I bloody hated him as a footballer. Apparently, Mikhail Arteta says Zinchenko is in contention to face Southampton. He also says Martinelli is fine and he believes Saka is okay following a not in the Europa League last night. We'll obviously have to wait. Well, tomorrow when we go live again, we'll see what he's had to say in relation to the pre-Southampton comments. He's obviously doing his press conference at, the, at, at at this moment, I assume. But, yeah, we'll probably have to cool off and wait in that regard. So, yeah, here's what it is there, man. Man said, don't waste the Twitch. What a name. What a name. Shout out to you, man. What else have we got? Gakpo would do all right for Southampton. He looks like he'll need time to adjust to the Prem. And if he goes to Ten Hag or Arteta, he'd have to work a lot. Obviously, Ten Hag knows him from being in the Dutch league, but he'd have, a, he'd have to really adapt. I don't want to judge man on 90 minutes, but, you know, you're playing a certain team. You're not playing AZ Alkmaar and all them things there. He looks decent, but it looks like he needs a lot of work across those 90 minutes. Can't just judge, man. But if I'm buying anyone from PSV, I might take a look at their fullbacks. I might look at Sangare or Xavi Simmons. I, I didn't really see him like that. 
he had the hardest battle because he's the marked man and Tommy Asu was on to him. But yeah, man, I think maybe he needs that next step at Leeds or Southampton and then they'll sell you for big money. But this is where Arsenal and maybe even United and anyone else, do you take a chance on the Mudricks, the gap poles at the time before he went to Napoli, the Monaco, not the Monaco, the Napoli lad, the, the, the Georgian lad, it begins with a K, I can't say his name. Do you take a chance at, at, on these guys before you're really having confirmation and then, you know, you've kind of beat the market or do you wait to see them get better with every performance and, you know, appreciating assets? They've all gone up in price with what Gakpo's doing, with what the Napoli lads doing. Napoli are doing all right collectively, but he's doing a lot. I think people are overhyping Mudrick a bit, but he's enhancing his reputation. So, and then obviously that carries a tariff. A tariff, these lot will sell to the highest bidder really. And you can't blame them. If we've got talented players, if we lock down Saliba, Martinelli, Saka, and there comes a case where we can't offer them what they want or they want to move, sell to the highest bid. I don't really care where they go or if they get done dirty, this is the life, isn't it? So it'd be interesting to see exactly in that regards, man. Scum newspaper doing, doing scum things. Tommy Asu's pockets are getting full, man. Soon he's not going to be able to run. He might get injured, really and truly, if he's got all these things in his pockets, really and truly. Nice to see you let them Spurs lads out. Crazy. Suppose there's no time to do this collab, bro. Today's it. Oh, I can't. Let me say, I can't lie, bro. Can't lie, bro. Ski. Today's a bit mad. What you say next week? Just because there's no, there is no time. I gotta somehow quickly download FM twenty three beater and be live at four at four thirty with you lot. I'm having high hopes. Brighton will stun City tomorrow. If we win at St Mary's, we'll be six or seven points at the top. Ahmed, I can't lie to you. I don't know where Arsenal are in the league table. I last checked the league table in August, bro. Um, we just have to keep working hard, not counting our chickens before they hatch, not thinking we've achieved anything. Let's just keep working hard and seeing where we're at in May, man. Appreciate that, Caden. But yeah, if you lot know where we are in the league table, fair enough. We just have to keep working. I just know there's 28 games played. We've played 10. We just need to keep working hard, really. And it may see what we can do. But yeah, man, I'll leave, I'll leave that to you lot, man. I definitely enjoy the talk. Allegedly, if Arsenal are at the top of the table, you know, City playing catch up than what it could have been in it. But let's just keep winning games, riding this momentum and, you know, trying to trying to erase the, the memories of, bad, of, of, of the... The, the bad end of last season and use it to fuel us to have a good season, man. Big up on the media gig yesterday. Hopefully they see a, you a true gooner. Appreciate that, my guy. Thank you very much. Um, it's because of you lot, man. I have to say thank you to you lot on Twitch and YouTube. Why we got to? I'm trying to get the footage really because unless you was a member or signed up to Arsenal.com and watched the breakdown, you wouldn't see it. And there's no recording, so um. Actually, yeah, man. Yeah, it was nice to be there. You know, met Jeremy Ali Ali. Yeah. Saw Nigel Winterburn as well, fullback union and that. In fact, I can show you. And it's because of you lot, man. You know, it's because of you lot. To, to think we started with a phone and we're doing things like that. It was nice, man. It was nice. And... Can you kind of hear it, sir? Big up, Nigel. Man. Thank you very much, man. Big up, Nigel Winterburn. And where's the big up Ali Adier, man? So, yeah, that's because of you lot, man. Hopefully, we can become a permanent fixture on that, man. So, yeah, man, without you lot, appreciative. And I can't lie, when I was there, just being at the game and whatever, I was like, 
nah, I need to be doing this full time, man. I, I don't want this day to end, you know. Like, it was a very good day. The atmosphere, it was a good game. And I could get used to Defo being in the boxes and that. Like, I saw KSI's box. We don't need to get me a million subs, bro. He's got, he's up, bro. Man's got different, different seats and that. It's crazy. But yeah, man, it's absolutely crazy. So yeah, big up to you, look. We couldn't get there without that, man. Couldn't get there without you lot, man. You lot are the true winners. I'm just the face of this, man. <laughs> man said, chaps, about to cut through that vest. I'll see. To be fair, I can bother tying a t-shirt, man. So this was in my wardrobe. I thought, you know, quickly. Just takes one foot in the door from Pigeon Settings. Excellent growth, brother. Appreciate that. We ain't gone clear because I still had to come back to 4th Street, you know, until I open up my until I open up my house and I'm looking like Batman and that way he's got the butler. He ain't changed nothing. Crazy, don't give him a big head. They already say my head's big already. Still, yeah, come on, off my no one needs to gas me. I'll gas my thing already. Like, come on, man, sexy, knowledgeable. Got you, lot. let me, you know, humbleness, 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 humbleness. The boys ain't won in four months. Swear down, crazy, Sam. Man, it's got to be political answers, man. You got to, you got to, don't count chickens for the hatch, man. I'm ready for this media stuff. Happy has said, DG, thanks for the news and jokes. Missed the commentary last night. I'm sorry to you, like, you lot keep saying that. Where was the live stream, man? It's for a good cause, but standard procedures tomorrow and they're on, people. So it is what it is, man. Come on, come on, PM. Still, we still need to work and pattern stuff, but it was a win for the people, man. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, that one there hurt. Oh, man, you stop slapping my chest. That hurt, chest they killing me. Oh, lord, that hurt. Hey, I can't even cap that hurt, people. I'm gonna soldier it though. It's not, it's normal. It's light work. It's light work. It didn't hurt. You said it hurt. They hurt. What else have we got, man? What else have we got? 38 tests, 10 to go, 9 successes, 28 to go. One test at a time. Said it perfectly. You know, when it's 36, 38 games and it's looking like maybe a league challenge or for me, top four is all I've got. Anything beyond that's a bonus. Fair play. You know, I would love to bring home an FA Cup or Europa League. I want to be back in the Champions League. If in an imaginary world, the footballing gods bless Arsenal and somehow, allegedly, based on what you lot are saying, we win the league, then I'm all for that. But... I can't count my chickens for they hatch, man. Nah, big up through me, man. I can't be the new through me, man. I'm DG, mate. They need to bust everyone through the door, man. Just need a winger and midfielder. Yeah, winger, midfielder. Maybe a left and right back. Maybe a centre back. Maybe a backup goalie. Maybe a winger. Maybe a striker. And just, I would say, any other position. If there's a player with that stardust, that X factor, that Arshavin at the time, that Santi, that Ozu when he signed and how it lifted the club, that Alexis Sanchez. Regardless of if we need that position or not, if we're able to get involved in any of these situations, bring them to the carpet, man. <laughs> Stephanie, I hate it. What muscles? I ain't got muscles, bro. I ain't got well, Technically, we do. Uh, it's a face card. What muscles, blood? What? Hey, let me not. If you can't do the, the chest thing, I don't want to hear it. But, anyways, Europa League trophy is perfect. I'm on the Mayweather, slim wedge thing. But, Europa League trophy is perfect for this season. I don't know, man, because we're doing what we need to do. But, in the back of my mind, I need to know that Arsenal can do this thing in the crunch periods. You know, when it's right now, everything's going well. And I'm not going to say there's not pressure. There's external pressure. There's internal pressure. There's all these talking points being placed on Arsenal. But when it gets to, you know, when you have to beat Spurs away, when you need to pattern Newcastle, when even before that, when we bottled it against Southampton, Brighton and Palace, can you turn it on? The latter stages of the Europa League, can you get over the line? Because, you know... Not always. There's just pa paraphrasing. Some were here, some were not. The gaffer was here for some. He weren't for others. You know, when we played Chelsea in the final, when we bucked Villarreal, how we performed across two legs against Olympiacos, going back to Arsene Wenger. 
the individual mistakes, which these players aren't here, probably excluding Xhaka against against Atletico Madrid. I need to. I'm seeing a different mentality from us. I'm loving it, but I need to know that that's that in it really, because there's going to be moments. You look at Arsenal's invincibles. What we had out of like twelve draws, and I, again, you know, on the breakdown show, Jeremy Ali had yeah, he he spoke about kind of that, and he spoke about um, Birmingham being one of those games where it was brazy. You know, you need to be able to suffer. You need to be able to perform how you did against Leeds and do better, but get three points. You need to somehow not do dumb ish against United because. Let's just say in a game of fine margins, if I'm being a bit harsh, but not picking up three points against United could be the difference between top four or not. You know, we missed out by two points last season and that would show you that there's progress. But it's a bit like Emery's season where we missed out by a point. Is it really that? Because there was silly draws. There was We weren't holding on to games. Sometimes we weren't starting well. So we need to keep this momentum, keep overperforming in terms of everything going right. And, you know, when you work hard and you do certain things, you know, life favours you, which these boys have, which I have to say, maybe you weren't necessarily doing last year. There will be bumps and bruises, twists and turns. We're not going to win everything, but let's keep going because, you know, if we start going through the next three games and we've drawn now, it's all about the ceiling we float, we fall on. You know, if we, not that I want to, against Southampton, we're kind of here. We've got something to manoeuvre from. Premier League title sounds like a perfect trophy for me this season. Amen. I'm starting to think you guys will actually win the league. The World Cup will benefit Arsenal if they're still first. I don't know. I don't know. Arsenal are first. That's news to me, man. We just have to keep working hard. I don't know. Let's just keep working in it. Let's keep working and we'll review that. But boy, the, the, the goal was top four. Let's just keep working hard, man. I'll leave that to you, look. I definitely love it. But let's leave that to you, look, man. I, I don't know about Arsenal and title challenge and things like that. But God's grace, you know, keep doing it and that. But boy, absolutely crazy. Apparently, Chelsea, Man United and Liverpool are ready to sign De Jong in Jan if he decides to leave Barcelona. Here you go, United, you know, 10 hard tax. Chelsea got Burhi, Liverpool need a midfielder. Well, you can't pattern something for De Jong. And I don't know if this is true, but what, you can't make something happen there. Like I don't know if we could commit in January to paying the money they'd want for De Jong without it being an assurance that we're in top four, but... Can we do some fraud? Can we do some money laundering? Can Kronke do something like De Jong? You said you saw your career as Arsenal then, boss. So do that in reverse, bro. Do that in reverse, man. You don't want to play with Chelsea and that. You don't want to go United and that, man. Come on, man. You don't want to go Liverpool and have to do that silly pressing with Liverpool, with, with with Klopp. There's Odegaard. There's these these Venkable Dons, man. Come come these sides, man. Dream chasing, but yeah, man, would love to. I've seen that. Well, we ain't been linked with the young, but Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham. If you get Champions League, you never know. Do you think we can win Europa League, a cup, and top three? I don't know, man. I'd be happy with any of them, really. I don't know. You know, as long as it's still mathematically possible, allegedly, let's keep fighting. I don't know. Probably not, but I want to be wrong in it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to, though. Know. Hopefully, we can do that, but. Bob's your uncle, really and truly. Who really knows? Who really knows? But yeah, with that being said, though, people, I'm going to go try to download Football Manager. You know, I've got just under an hour and a half to prepare for that live stream. I'm live at 4.30, as I keep telling you lot, people. Sunday, for my Arsenal fans across Twitch and YouTube, obviously, we're watching Arsenal versus Southampton. Southampton versus Arsenal, better yet. Set your like button, hit your like button, set your reminders. Don't rely on anything. And getting mentally that we're live at 1pm, because even notifications on Twitch and YouTube, based on what you lot say half the time in the live chats, doing you dirty. 
you won't be in the light by by tomorrow you won't be in this thumbnail literally who shall i put there probably like as a bureau or something but we're watching chelsea united tomorrow as well i'll probably be live to speak arsenal and go over Mikel Arteta's press conference as well. So, yeah, we're back, man. The beat is out in it, so I'm going to download it. The beat is basically the full game in it, so we might as well. So, yeah, put Anthony. Why not? Why not? Has to be a wavy pitch. You know, fuck it. Why not, Anthony? Or Sancho, because Sancho seems to do quite well against Chelsea last couple of times, so he might even score. But, yeah, people, man, I'll see you in just under an hour and a half. First things first, appreciate you lot for smashing the like button, for your opinions, for offering up your time, whatever you're doing with your day, whatever stage of life you're at. And, yeah, appreciate you lot, man, because without you lot, we wouldn't get these small Ws and these little opportunities. So, yeah, journey to 100K on YouTube alive and kicking, 10,000 on Twitch alive and kicking. Hope everyone's enjoying their Friday. Hope you lot have all achieved your goals for the week. Hope you and your loved ones are healthy, man. Who else is live on, on Twitch? In the meantime, no one. What to Rance? Rance is normally live at these times, but fair enough. I would have raided Rance's stream. But yeah, on that note, though, people, I'm sure you're getting bored of hearing my voice now. So let me kick out, man. On that note, people, wait, wait, hang on. It's frozen. Okay, now we can. I'm out. One love. <laughs> Like, <laughs> 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 <laughs>